Hello, language enthusiasts, and welcome to The Language Worker, a space to talk about the people involved in the language business in a broad sense. I'm interested in finding out how their training, work experience, and their passion for languages has shaped our guests' professional and, of course, personal lives. Join me on this journey to explore the multiple and unpredictable paths one can follow when we are involved in the magical world of languages. Gabriela is a translator who has had three lives so far, according to her. She was born in Romania and she started her professional career in France and now she lives in Algeria, where she created the first ever localization agency of the country. Listen to this fascinating conversation about Gabriela's roots, life in translation, and plans for the near future. So today I have a super special guest. It's the first 10 minutes we're speaking to each other, right? Yes. <laughs> and I've already learned so much. So <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with this woman. So let's see where this is going to take us. So we have today uh, Gabriella. She will pronounce her last name and middle names and all of that. <laughs> it would be impossible for me because there's so much uh, going on. Uh, but the truth is that I didn't even know that she was actually Romanian, or at least was born in Romania. And But she considers herself a woman from many parts of the world. So there's so much to talk about. I decided to just let's record and ask all questions live. So <laughs> this is us. <laughs> Buckle up and yeah. let's go. So you yeah. were born in Romania, right? So you're Romanian officially as your birthplace. And yes. then, uh, but it, when it comes to your work, it never happened in Romania as far as I can see from your LinkedIn profile, right? So no. you studied in Romania and then? So first, I... sorry, your name, please. Yeah, yeah it's Gabriela. Uh, and the last name is my uh, husband's last name. It's Kwahla, but I didn't, I don't pronounce it very well. So it's <laughs> Kwahla. I'm sure that all the Arabic speaking persons will hate me because it's no, Kwahla, they but they have the other way. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so actually this is the short because I have a very long, I, I kept my... Can we hear it? So uh, the whole thing... Uh, Kwahla is Algerian. Mm -hmm. Ilie is Romanian. Costinella is the first first name, and Gabriela. Right. Uh, my father was uh, is in love with tennis, so he named me about. Uh, he loved the tennis uh, woman player uh, Gabriela Sabos, something like that. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's um it's a name that uh, gathers all the the things that they like. In our <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, in our family. So yes, I was born in, uh, in Romania. Uh, actually, uh, let's say uh, I'm almost 100% Romanian, but uh, there are some uh, uh, French genes from my mother's side, and mm -hmm. uh, she wanted me to grow up bilingual, so she insisted on French from birth like my father no my father was uh, like you have to study you have to know speak very well Romanian because if you speak Romanian you will speak all the Latin based languages English French uh, sorry French uh, Spanish Italian Portuguese etc mm -hmm. and you have to study English my mother was like no she has to speak Romanian and French and uh, of course, she studied Russian, as you know, mm. uh, all the Eastern Europe countries were very close to that. And uh, she, she insisted on French from little. So, okay. After when I decided to, to, to study translations, 
uh, and uh, I was in the second year of bachelor's degree, I went to Dijon with the Erasmus scholarship mm -hmm. in Dijon. Uh, and I was like, here I'm at home. This mm -hmm. is something that my parents didn't forgive me for years. I thought, uh, here in France, I'm at home. It's my mm -hmm. place. So you actually moved there. You went for Erasmus? Uh, I went, I, yeah, I went for a year in uh, 2008. Uh, that was the second year of bachelor's degree in translation and um, interpretation, English, French, Romanian. But mm -hmm. actually, I did the, only the these three languages. This is why even if I speak a little bit of Spanish, Italian, or even Arabic, no, these are all my three languages. Yes. Uh, and when I when I arrived in Dijon in 2008, I was like, this is home. This is me, actually. Yeah, I love Romania, but uh, as an only child, maybe because I'm an only child, uh, I don't know. I felt uh, very compressed in Romania. The mm -hmm. mentality was very, uh, at the time in 2008, it was very, I don't know. I didn't breathe in Romania. Mm -hmm. So I finished the year where I also met my husband in Dijon. Actually, I did, I, I can't say I hate him, but I didn't <laughs> like it. He was very strange and he was like, uh, like he, he didn't talk with uh, with girls, etc. And I was like, he's very close-minded. I told you, I felt very, uh, very stuck in Romania. So I wanted mm -hmm. more, not freedom, but more, Openness. more open-minded, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like him. And after there was a, a boy, a very nice boy, uh, his father was uh, German and uh, his mother was Romanian. He was a singer. So he started singing Aisha. Is I, the know, Chep, I know, I know, I love it. Khaled, yeah, is the <laughs> Chep Khaled song Aisha. And my, my husband, he smiled. For the first time I saw oh. him smile, but with a big smile, it was in October, 2008. And I was, but he's really beautiful and he's very, I don't know. After he left, he left to Besançon. I continued my, my year. I mm -hmm. went back to Romania to finish mm -hmm. my third year. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I finished in Romania, you, you can apply for a stamp to be a certified translator. Mm -hmm. So I applied for that, but I told my, my parents, I will move to France. All by yourself. You are our only child. Where are you going? I yes, want to go I sing can't. Aisha. For longer. Yes, I I can't I can't I can't stay here. So uh, I register. I I sent my application to Dijon, of course, to Nantes, to Orléans, to Paris. I think five or six uh, the cities, and they accepted me in Dijon and they accepted me in Nantes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for uh, work or for continuing your studies? For continuing for master mm -hmm. master degree. And I was like, I will go back to Dijon. Let's try another. Um, another city and mm -hmm. I heard that Nantes is very open mm -hmm. and uh, very 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 is the best town in in France if you oh. want to visit visit I, I really recommend Nantes and uh, like after one week I was in Nantes for my first year of master uh, degree I met up with my husband he was there studying uh, doing his PhD degree yes second year oh. I was like I don't want to say a bad thing uh, <laughs> word but I was like what I don't know <laughs> And he said, yes, I'm in my second year of PhD degree in computer science. Uh -huh. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, like three months after we were engaged, because I told you he's like more, not serious, but traditional. he wants something yeah, traditional. Yes. We were engaged. And uh, in July, 2011, we were married. 
and uh, yeah, uh, one year after we had Karim, etc. But then we moved. We moved from Nan to Saint Etienne. So after in Toulon because he finished the study, I finished my studies, and I started working, but from home only. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it was my my second life because mm. now with in Algeria I have my third life. <laughs> Each country a life, right? Yeah. So then yeah, when you but... finished your master's, you became a freelancer, right? A freelance translator. Yes. Is that what it is? Mm. It was, uh, yes, I became a freelance translator. But uh, um, in Romania, in 2008, they, uh, not the only option, but when we finished and mm. we received the stamp, the, the agreement, the, the certified, uh, I don't know how we call it, agreement. Your, your <laughs> status we... was like a certified yes, translator. Yes. We started with uh, documents, you know, mm. birth certificate, uh, marriage certificate, uh, administra- administration documents. So yeah. I started with that. I didn't know that there is another world, a bigger <laughs> world for translation. You actually can translate apps and websites yeah. and uh, many other things. And then I started with uh, the technical. So this is mm-hmm. the first love, I can say. The certified translation is the first love. Because after I applied for... Um, uh, to to be certified in France. This is why I I am certified to Romanian, but also to French. Oh, okay. Because I I applied to that in uh, in Saint Etienne, and I obtained that. Uh, and uh, I continue with the documents. After there were some um, technical requests about manuals, etc., mm-hmm. brochures. Uh, because my my internship uh, in the third year was in Electroputere. That's uh, uh, that was the biggest. Uh, 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 factory in uh, in Krajowa, it's my birth town, mm. and uh, so I had some knowledge about technical or everything about I don't know all the things to do, EC systems, etc. So that was let's say second love. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I continue working from home, then we have the LinkedIn boom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like in two thousand eighteen. We have LinkedIn was everywhere. They, I started being more connected on LinkedIn. I realized we have the localization industry. Oh. I was like, well, I like that. And you can combine technology <laughs> mm-hmm. with, um, you can combine technology with languages. That's cool. Yep. And uh, there were some uh, stats back before Corona. <laughs> it's another one before Corona about uh, that technology will uh replace us etc but my husband told you yes technology will be in every now computer science what can you expect from him he will say yeah (laughs) um and uh, he told me yes technology will be in every 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 domain every Mm -hmm. domain possible but uh, the humans have to handle the technology they will need um people always so what you can do is to First of all, don't panic, don't be afraid and start learning, start mm-hmm. learning and diversify yourself. This is mm-hmm. one of the, the advice. So why not combine uh, languages with technology? And I told him this is what actually localization does, combines mm-hmm. technology with, and I was more interested in localization. I started working with uh, several human people. And, <laughs> Uh, if you really want to, to know more about them or the human people that I started really working with them in the localization industry, I, I know if you notice there is a, a multilingual article that I wrote for mm-hmm. the March edition. Uh, you are not alone. Uh, actually, I I mentioned several people that uh, 
Well, you'll have to send me the link so that we can put yeah, it on. I will. Mm -hmm. I will send you the link. And um, I started working with them. I was a newbie in localization, mm -hmm. but uh, they were very patient because let's be honest. Before Corona, localization was still at the beginning. We had a lot of articles and etc. But now this, you open LinkedIn, you have everyone is talking about localization. You have a lot of courses. You have a lot of uh, articles. But before Corona, there were still, uh, uh, like, how can I put it? Uh, there were still uh, uh, not the beginning. I can't say it was the beginning of localization, but not like today, not mm -hmm. like uh, September 2023. Right. So, yeah. So uh, I love that. I love that. So that was uh, uh, the third, maybe, niche. <laughs> uh, however, in the in the meantime, Mm -hmm. I, my husband, I, I, I talk a lot about him because we are more than married. We are like, uh, I don't know, we are more friends than mm -hmm, uh, actually married. And he told me uh, to also, as I told you, he told me to diversify all the services. And I started working with researchers. Mm -hmm. This is why maybe sometimes people don't understand what are you doing? What are you actually? What? And because I, told I them, saw I was, that you have some sort of a, an agreement participation i guess you're in the editorial board of this yes. let's see if i can say it international journal journal of informatics and applied mathematics i love it yes i, I started <laughs> with them this is what thanks to several professors that um I, from algeria and from france uh, they pushed me you can mm. do it i told but i'm a linguist how can i work in the computer science there are a lot of things no uh, they told me you you will not touch you will not touch the technical side but help us with the language and i was like okay you know that in north of africa they are we are considered francophone so every time we submit an article mm -hmm. we we receive the same or almost the same comment poor mm -hmm. language or you have to re re revise the language. And mm -hmm. I was like, but I don't work with English. My languages are French and Romanian. And mm -hmm. I had a lot of, how can I put it? Sometimes I had to 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 demonstrate that I can work with two Turkish languages. That was before when we people in city don't want Turkish language. Mm -hmm. But when I realized that my own child are trilingual now, and I hope my son, because he's very passion on languages he will maybe he will have three target language which is one day mm -hmm. so we are no more talking about multi uh, monolingual families there are mm -hmm. a lot of multilingual families there and there are a lot of uh, uh, of children in france for example that have two target languages because they grow up bilingual and i know that mm -hmm. anyway but i told them i can't i can't do that it's you have to have anglophone specialist not uh, someone that works with uh, in French and Romanian, they told me, no, you can learn it. You can do it. You can, you can um, learn about how you structure a paper, how, the, mm -hmm. the, the phrases we need to express uh, our results. And I started uh, studying. I did a lot of courses and many of them were free. And mm -hmm. I, uh, so I, I sent them my revision and I received a lot of feedback my first revisions were very, maybe, I don't know, bad, but uh, they told me that uh, the, the phrases were too long, mm. that the in scientific English is, has to be shorter, mm. uh, that I have to use uh, uh, verbs 
more, more academic verse. So the beginning that was mm-hmm. in 2018. There was some time to get used to it, some learning curve. Yeah. So I continue and I continue. And uh, now I think things are better <laughs> because uh, I o- almost every paper that I work on, it's accepted in international journals or conferences. Mm-hmm. But again, um, uh, I don't actually propose a proofreading service for researchers. It's actually more like a solution. It's more like a mindset, a solution because they don't really need only the proofreading. They need encouragement. They need mm-hmm. help. Uh, if if you work with um, uh, researchers from North Africa, from Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, they need the local uh, payment. Uh, for example, they want to pay in Algerian dinar. Mm-hmm. Because many, so they need many, someone many, local, basically, who can help yeah, and yeah. who knows what they're talking about and who can receive exactly. their currency, <laughs> basically. Exactly. And uh, they want encouragement because many of them uh, have uh, have received the rejects and mm-hmm. um, they are disappointed and uh, sometimes they're own supervisor don't help very much because mm-hmm. this is the truth. Mm. Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia are not anglophone countries. Mm-hmm. They are not prepared for the international English. Nowadays, yes, Algeria, now this is the first year Algeria uh, is uh, has introduced English in uh, in universities. For mm-hmm. example, my husband uh, is, uh, is, uh, is teaching in English this year, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they still need the the, the the English we use for the academic scientific uh, hmm. domain. You Before know? we go any further into the Algeria life, the third <laughs> life, right? Let's yeah, talk yeah. about how it happened so that you went from France, from the second life, because <laughs> we know yeah. how the first life was in Romania, then you went, we already know, to France, and then from France to Algeria. I'm very curious about this uh, decision of actually going to Algeria. I'm fascinated Ooh. by this fact. Let's go. Well, uh, it was 2014. Yes, mm-hmm. we were in Toulon. We had uh, a bad experience with uh, the city of Toulon. Mm. Uh, my, my, my daughter was born a, a premature baby. But mm-hmm. a very good premature baby. But we were <laughs> alone. Actually, my my family was in Romania. Mm-hmm. My husband's family was in um, in Algeria. Our f- best friend was uh, Brahim was in uh, Lyon, uh, and other close friends were not were not near us. So we had we were very lonely. Mm-hmm. He was teaching at the University of Toulon. I was freelancing and mm-hmm. having two kids that... Mm-hmm. You felt 16. like you didn't have a sport system, right? Yes. Uh, my kids are only 16 months uh, apart. There is only a 16 months mm-hmm. apart. And um, uh, my husband told me that he he wants to, to make a change. And I told him, what do you mean by that? He told me that that moment in Algeria, they were recruiting... Uh, university uh, uh, lecturers mm. because he was still a uh, young he was he was in his second year after he defended his thesis mm-hmm. but i told him yeah but i already knew algeria so i, mm. I was you had like, visited a lot yeah but mm. i was like there is no internet and i only work online uh, the, the connection is via, very poor and uh, mm. i don't know it was very strange at that moment for me and uh, he I don't know. He told us. He told me that maybe we should put on the paper what's the pros and the cons. Okay. And what uh, the biggest pro is that uh, we had more support. 
the children had at least one pair of grandparents because children need uh, grandparents. They really need the, to have grandparents near them. And also, uh, he, he told me that you will have more um, exposure. Mm. And I was like, what do you think that? Because you have uh, already experience and uh, we will work to do something maybe new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you will see it will be something new because people love new things. People love uh, uh, professional people. This is why I have one article. I said that I'm not a professional translator. I'm a translator because if you are a translator, we have to be professional. Mm-hmm. And he told me, you will make a difference. You will see people will notice the difference. And I told him, but I already have the my business in France because I'm uh, registered in France, so I can't. Mm-hmm. He told me, but you can keep it, and it's not very far. It's only one hour of flight, and you can uh, you will see you will not open something very quickly in, in Algeria because the, the 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 administration is very slow. So we we moved in uh, moved. I can't put, I can't see because we have an apartment in in Saint Etienne. We go back to Saint Etienne right. after we leave Toulon, so we have everything there, and we go there several times a year. But uh, uh, he started working with university. I was like, but I want to open something here. I can't, I can't work like this. So I I went to ask. That was in uh, 2016. I went to ask how can I open a linguistic agency or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told me, oh, you are not Algerian. No. Oh, you can open the, yourself. You have the, We have a law of uh, 49, uh, 51. If you want to open an agency, you have to do it uh, with an Algerian person. Uh-huh. You can't uh-huh. be 100% uh, owner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I will try. I asked my husband. He wasn't able because he was working with the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and several person near me, they were in the same situation. You can't uh, work for the state and open a business. Yeah, yeah. So and it was very difficult. After uh, I insisted, I made a lot of procedure, and then we have Corona. When Corona mm-hmm. came, everything stopped. And uh, in uh, in uh, last year, at the beginning of last year, I restarted the procedure. So in the meantime, I started. I continue working with my. French uh, business uh, and traveling between between countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids were following the, the Algerian education s- system, but also working with the, the French language uh, in courses. And at the beginning of last year, I went to ask, uh, what can I do? And they told me, oh, actually, uh, our president, Mr. Tebun, changed the law for some, uh, for, for some codes. I was like, I don't understand. What do you want to do? I don't know. I want to be a, I, I want to open a linguistic agency. Like what? You with translation, with the stamp? No, no, not with the stamp, because mm-hmm. this is, I already have it. No, a linguistic uh, agency where I can receive documents, where I can proofread, where, where I can proofread the papers, thesis, uh, I don't know, apps, website. Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe something like, uh, uh, data management. We can put it like that if you want, but it will be uh, more linguistic side. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they changed that. They for some codes that not are very very are not related to natural resources. Mm-hmm. You can open by yourself even if you are not Algerian. And I was oh. like, 
Sure, they said yes, but we have the law, but we don't have the text of law. What do you mean? I don't know what documents you need. <laughs> I was like, are, are you serious, Lynn? Are you serious? What do you mean you have the law, but you don't have the text of law? I don't know if this is a correct translation in English. Yes, yes, we have the law. It's new, but I don't know what do you need for the for the file for the mm -hmm. right for the to, request. to file. Yeah, and I was, uh, can you check? And we insisted. We insisted. We we went to Algiers. We we there is someone here from uh, Gelma who, who called someone in the the west part of Algeria, etc. In the end, on eight. Uh, uh, on May 8, uh, 2022, the Beyond World Linguistic Service was open in Algeria legally. Wow. And that was also a great date because uh, uh, on May 8, uh, they uh, have a ceremony for, uh, I don't know, it's something sad, but it's an important date in this mm -hmm. region. So it was like a sign, I guess. It's uh, related to the colonization of, uh, of mm -hmm. Algeria by France and a lot of... Anyway, it's something sad and... Uh, this is history. We have to learn from history to do better things, I guess. For sure. Anyway, it was like a sign. So mm -hmm. I opened that and I already had the background researchers with the professor, I told you, with the journal, etc. So now what, what was cool is all was legal. Mm -hmm. So from that date, uh, I have the I have the, the agents here. And after I search. Is there a, uh, other agency? Anybody else doing the same? Else, yeah, doing the same. And I didn't find, I didn't find anything related to localization. Yes, there are uh, linguistic agencies, mm -hmm. but not specialized. And I told my husband, you know what? I will keep my French business for certified um, uh, technical and localization side. My international clients, because mm -hmm. I don't. My head is Shakshuka. I told him my head is Shakshuka. <laughs> I will keep, yeah, I will keep my French uh, business for international projects. Mm -hmm. And in Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, the north of Africa, I will only keep uh, working with researchers only. I don't want to work with Algerian uh, companies. I don't want to work with Algerian. Uh, uh, Moroccan uh, agencies or companies. Mm -hmm. I don't. I want only to work with researchers and right. to help them to break this uh, language barrier. Uh, mm. Every time they they submit a paper or even for a thesis, it's very rare thesis, but paper is like every day now. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, and I want I want to really really specialize what I'm doing. I don't want to do everything. I don't want mm -hmm. to do all the languages, and I don't want to for two people for example if someone is looking for a french or romanian translator certified or technical or localized on app a blog or i don't know i will speak to them from my french side of business mm -hmm. here in the north of africa even if sometimes i, re I do receive a translation a request for certified translation because i'm the only french romanian certified translator in the region and i already notified the embassies uh, and they send, uh, they only send me some clients from time to time, not very often, but I, mm -hmm. I received a call yesterday, for example, from uh, Romanian in the west part of Algeria. She was looking to translate everything from French to Romania for wow. her marriage. Yeah, it's uh, one or two per month mm -hmm. from the all three countries. countries. Um, and I was like, you know, people love uh, solutions. They mm -hmm. don't love services. 
you everyone proposes services there are a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of lsps in the world mm. there are a lot of people working but i don't want at least here i don't want to to provide the service i want to provide a solution and i only want to work to researchers mm-hmm. so in my head when i'm talking uh, when i'm he- not here but at least when i'm talking about papers and theses uh, especially from these three countries, I'm only working with researchers. I didn't, I haven't worked with a, an Algerian company for a website or for a or an app. I I don't want because it's uh, this is something that I'm not specializing. I don't. Mm-hmm. I believe in specialization. I believe that if you really want to do a good work, you have to only do maybe two, three specialization and stop. You can't mm-hmm. do everything, you know. And I'm already working with. Uh, as I told you, two tracking languages, and for papers there is the English involved. But again, this is something that I'm working with researchers mm-hmm. for researchers, but with them. I'm not working and say this is your paper, you can submit it. No, it's a collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's a so then you you created this name beyond words just for your business in Algeria, or is this the name that you also use in France? Because yes, no, in France, you don't use English in your <laughs> work in Algeria necessarily mm-hmm. as. Uh, Actually, it started like uh, in France. No, because in France, I'm registered like a translator entrepreneur. Ah, so mm-hmm. you use your name. Your you name. have to use your name. Yes. When you search it on, on Google, you mm. will find it like this. And actually, the beyond words uh, started in French, actually. The name was in French. Uh, because I want I, I want to tell, I told my husband, um, I'm not I'm not a normal person. I don't, I'm not That's a normal great. translator. No, I, I, I like in the sense uh, I want. I don't want to be. Uh, I want to be professional, but I don't want to stop to the professional side. I want to be human. I want to go mm. beyond the words. And I was like that in French. I was oh, explaining I that in French. I want to. To. I don't want to to work with hundreds and hundreds of people. I want to have some close uh, clients, and I want to do. I want to go beyond words for them. I want mm. to understand what they want. For example, uh, I'm still learning. I learn every day. Every every day, I will learn every day. I'm I'm only a newbie in my head, but I want them to feel that human interaction. Even if we only speak, uh, you can imagine ninety percent of my clients and have never met them face to face. Of course. Yeah. So I want them to give this uh, feeling of uh, that I'm when I work for the for them or with them. Actually, Mm -hmm. with them, I prefer to say with them, not for them. I want to go beyond words. Mm -hmm. But when you work with your all of your other clients, the international clients, then you put on the 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 French (laughs) style, right? The French. Then they're your clients. Yes, yeah. Because uh, actually, I didn't change uh, a lot of clients. I have some close clients. Uh, I have five, six years with them, so. How can I put it? Uh, money is important for yes. everyone, mm-hmm. and you need them to travel. And uh, as in my case, uh, if they you want your kids to really learn a language, you have to travel and to bring them. Uh, and to you have to, for example, they need to see they need to travel to Romania every year. They need to stay in France for several weeks per year, so they can not only learn uh, learn the language, but also to be localized in their head, you know, to uh, really understand the culture. So that's expensive. So money is important. But for me, um, I don't want to be obsessed with money. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, uh, that was like, okay, last year I had a breakdown because I understand that sometimes money is important. If you have, if you want to have more exposure, money is important, but I don't want to lose this human side because mm -hmm. when you're concentrate a lot on money, you don't really have time to, to, to write more than one or two phrase in an email. For example, uh, I have several uh, close friends, uh, from Beluga, I can say them, they are a great team, Beluga or yep. Alama from Slovenia and uh, this, the is or I don't know, Nadia from One Soil or Philippe from Exact Health. Uh, if you concentrate only on the profit side, you reply, okay, note it for the document, uh, I will send it uh, tomorrow at 5 mm. p.m. But you create a relationship with the people, Yes, right? I tell, how are you? I hope you are well. Of course. Uh, and uh, I, I hope you are, uh, I don't know, they tell me about uh, their stuff. I tell them about my stuff. They are asking me about the kids. Uh, Alama King, who is uh, from Slovenia, they send me uh, a picture every year for my birthday with all the old team. And uh, Beluga, they always, they are, they are very human, etc. So I prefer to, to have maybe less profit, but feel that I can, I, I'm in touch with human people because uh, I see colleagues that um, uh, had trouble with payments, uh, with, uh, I don't know, things like this. I'm a lucky person. I, I have have never had a problem with a payment mm -hmm. because I, I prefer to have less clients and more human work than more clients. More collaborations, less... right? Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, I don't know. When you work with with researchers, especially, you don't have a lot of profits because they can't pay. Mm -hmm. You uh, here in Algeria, a, a, a PhD student has between seventy and one thirty dollars per month, and the minimum uh, salary wage mm -hmm. is uh, between one hundred and one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars per per month. So mm -hmm. you can't charge like I charge. For example, if I work with a researcher from France, of course you can charge more, but he will, he or she will not pay because in France, the laboratory pays for them. Mm -hmm. So of course you can charge more, but when you work for, with researchers from uh, Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, you can't charge a lot because they pay from their pocket. There is no uh, funds for the linguistic side. So mm -hmm. of course there are not of, of profits, but um, when I received the news uh, that uh, I was voted uh, as a finalist in three categories for Digital Women Awards this year, uh, and I wanted to travel to London, I realized that zut, <laughs> the funds are important, money is important because you need to travel, and it's expensive, it's very expensive to travel to London. And I was like, how can I do for the future. This is something that I was thinking these days. This mm -hmm. is something I'm struggling these days because uh, to find that want... balance between your business side and your personal side. Yeah, because I want not to promote uh, myself uh, like uh, a French Romanian translator, but I want to promote uh, what Beyond Words Language Services is doing in in uh, in the north of Africa because mm -hmm. Africa for me it's still an underestimated. Uh, uh, continent and sure. 
I was talking with Johan for during lock lunch uh, of uh, Cape Town. Uh, yes, because you're an ambassador for lock lunch too, right? Algeria, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was talking to him, and he said, "Yes, it's very difficult from people from Africa to travel to international uh, conferences because you can't really charge here in Africa. What you are going to charge the same rate you are charging for uh, UK-based clients or uh, mm -hmm. uh, German uh, German clients? You can't do that. It's not fair. If you if you really aim to break down the language uh, linguistic barriers in Africa." you don't have to create more difficult difficulties for the for people mm -hmm. and maybe if you work in good companies yes they will pay maybe there will be more profits but i choose researchers i love researchers my husband is a researcher <laughs> i love researchers so i, will, I also uh, worked as a researcher in the beginning of my career so i know i know so what you mean <laughs> so and uh, now a days uh, I'm living in Genma. It's a small uh, city. It's not very far from Anaba, which is the third uh, city in Algeria. Mm. And two times when I went to uh, Anaba, I was at the airport, and uh, there were some researchers that we didn't, we didn't, we only talked via um, email or messenger. And I was, you Gabriela, and <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm Amina. You probably read my articles. You remember? Yes. Sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> my I have a lot of Aminas, but yeah, then I remember <laughs> I and I was like, Yeah, thank you very much. You are very kind. And people, there are people when my husband is the head of the computer science department now, and now he already six years now. But uh, sometimes he goes to I don't know, conference reunions mm -hmm. and sometimes oh, your name is Kwahla. I know someone is working in <laughs> with researchers. So you're and more famous says, than him. <laughs> yeah, this is what, yeah, it's my it's my wife. Oh yeah, she's very nice and very professional. That wow. was and told you the moment I, I wanted to say I'm not professional translator. I'm a translator. I'm a linguist. <laughs> Top. She's very, and she respects the guidelines and she's always helping us. And she did a really cool thing with the follow-up because as I told you, um it's not a service, it's a solution. Beside mm -hmm. the proofreading, I only I also follow up with the work. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really charge an extra because I, I don't think it's fair. And I I told them I I don't want you I don't want to proofread your paper. I want you to publish your paper. So uh, the the whole procedure is from contact till publication. Mm -hmm. And this is something new. We didn't have that in Algeria. And this, no no no. And that is the best profit you can have. Yeah. This this is a, the best legacy I can give to my children. People, if even if I do mistakes, I do mistakes every day. And I'm still learning and I will learn. But I don't want people to say uh, she's, uh, I don't know, she is just another translator. Mm -hmm. I want them to think about she's our partner for our research work. I don't right. want to be limited for them. So in that case, since you're in your third life and yeah. super young. <laughs> I'm not young. I'm 35. Oh, my God. 
Um, yes, I'm going to be I 46 old. next month, so I guess well, yeah, I can I can say you're young. <laughs> you're very young, obviously, um, and there's a lot to do, I suppose. So, do you foresee the future in your future with your kids and your husband and all of that in Algeria for many time for many years, or do you think that you guys just uh, if if something shifts or if something happens you're just open to to moving back to france or a new country or uh bring your your research uh partners to the rest of the world what are you thinking for the near future uh, actually we as i told you in my head i'm living between two countries i can't mm -hmm. say that my own my only residence is in algeria i'm between two countries in mm -hmm. my head this is why it's structural <laughs> again i'm insisting on the fact uh he this year he obtained his uh, he's only he's only 38 years old and he's already a full professor mm -hmm. because he also started young uh, so he received his last uh, academic level I, can, mm -hmm. I don't know how to put it yeah so now he's concentrated on working on improving the department mm -hmm. and also with the research and also i re with helping students because he's for the students everyone calls him a stu the student's lawyer that was like oh. <laughs> maybe you you know the lincoln lawyer on netflix you are the student lawyer <laughs> and i know he wants for the next years to keep working here and bring mm -hmm. a change i want the same the fun thing the the cool thing about me is that i can work from everywhere yes but he sure. can't he can't work from everywhere for now. So I think that uh, for the, at least till my my son will be in uh, university, that will be in how many, how many uh, eight years. At least for the next eight years, we will still have the same uh, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Traveling uh, between, sorry, between Algeria and France, going every summer for one month, one month and a half in Romania. It's mm -hmm. mandatory they, for the kids to, to to know all the three cultures you can't work in localization and bring uh, up uh, <laughs> kids without the long localization touch because <laughs> i told them you can't yeah i told my especially my my son he's 11 now you speak you speak arabic yes you speak french yes you speak at least 70 percent romanian yes but you have to know the culture you are not doing you, you can't really speak a language without knowing the culture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's like, why I'm going to Romania every year? Yes, but you have to understand. Have you seen that when you speak with your Algerian grandfather, it's not the same when you speak with the Romanian one? Ah, yes, they have different traditions. Yeah, that's called localization. <laughs> that's called localization, baby. And you have to, to travel and have to, to live mm. the Romanian culture. And you can be every anything you want. You you can you can define yourself as you like, but you have these origins and you have to be proud. And each language matters. You I will never let anyone says, oh, Arabic is more important than Romanian, or French is more important than Arabic because the French passport is uh, it's red and uh, the Algerian mm -hmm. passport is green, and you know the no every language matters every language dialect matters so you you decided to speak all three languages you have to learn all three cultures and you have to live all three cultures so to answer a question for at least for the next eight years uh, we will have the same uh, lifestyle because uh, i think it will benefit to, for everyone mm -hmm. you can't really uh, learn 
very well Arabic in Europe. It's you can speak it, of course you can learn it, but it's it's much easier to learn French and Romanian in an Arabic country mm-hmm. than Arabic in a non-Arabic country. This is my feeling. Mm. You have because Arabic you have to practice very, very much. They have like three or four ha. I don't know ha ha. <laughs> yeah, like I say, the sounds are just fascinating. I love music in Arabic and it's something that I would I would learn if I if it made any sense. But if I could just wake up learning a language or knowing a language, that that would be my second choice for sure. German and then Arabic because it's ab- absolutely amazing in their culture and the music. And I, I really like it. And I've, I've been close to it ever since I was about eight years old that my father moved into the Arab world <laughs> for work. Yeah. So I was in touch with it for, for a long time and it's really relevant for me. So I understand. Thank you so much for allowing yeah. me to have a I look told you, into I told your <laughs> melting pot head. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think people understand. This is, uh, I told you, I, I'm not a normal person at all. <laughs> and I have a lot of things in my head. Sorry. Uh, that's this great. is me. I'm a complicated person. Even I can't keep up with the posting schedule. I don't know if you if you read my LinkedIn post. I can't. People try to have a schedule to post about. No, what's going in my head? I will post it if I can, if I want. I'm the same. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so people maybe sometimes don't understand what I am, what where I'm coming from. You know, because they see Gabriela, they automatically maybe say, "Ah, oh, she's European." But then she said that they they read. Algeria first, uh, Algeria based first Christian agency. She's European or she's Algerian. We don't know. Yes. It's I kind of knew explain. you were European. I just didn't know exactly if you're French, if you're Romanian, you turn out to be both and then you're everything else. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> what so is now great is that, people will know more about you. That's great. That's great, what, great news. What is great is that uh, I'm looking, I'm not very, work, I'm not very close to Romania beside my, my parents and only going for the summer. But uh, I don't know how. There is a, a Romanian association in Lyon. I think that they nominated me for uh, uh, top 100 Romanians abroad. And mm-hmm. I received like uh, two weeks ago, I received a notification that I will be in the top uh, 100 Romanians abroad for the 2023-2024 edition. Wow. I was like, What's this? Oh, we want to celebrate Romanians that are inspiration for other Romanians, Romanians that are living abroad for mm-hmm. Romanians uh, in uh, in uh, in Romania. And I was like, that's nice. I'm coming back to Romania now after I don't know how many years, 15 years like that. Yeah, that's nice so, that they acknowledge your yeah. importance and success and impact. I guess it's it's the most relevant thing is the impact that you have wherever But they you don't are. understand. I didn't think they, <laughs> they understand what I'm doing. <laughs> well, we, we have sometimes uh, a, a profession where people are not very yeah. sure about what we do. I know all of that, but I'm sure that they know something or else they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't nominate you. So I'm sure that, that they're aware, aware uh, that you're relevant. <laughs> I'm grateful for to the multilingual uh, uh, team that they decided to publish the article uh, because I started, it's like a diary. I will send mm-hmm. you the link. It's like a diary from my beginning still now. And it was, uh, it was for the human edition, the March uh, edition. And uh, I wanted to give, uh, send my gratitude to all the great women, but mm-hmm. also some men because uh, we can't live without men, men, we can't live without women, but uh, uh, 
what I want to say to all the translators is that if you stay human, despite the digital, <laughs> and uh, and you learn every day, and your mindset is set on uh, uh, creating a solution, not services, you will always be successful. You always find work. Mm. If you but don't stop learning, don't stop because I told you sometimes I feel like uh, don't stop learning if you really want. Don't stop learning and embrace technology. I'm sorry, but technology is the future. Yeah, Yeah. and the present. So (laughs) The present and the future, yeah. So we will end on this note. Thank you so much, for Gabriela, for being here. And it was a pleasure to get to know you better. (laughs) I I know it's complicated, but it's great that we had the chance to talk. And we will do so again one of these days. So thank you so much for being here, for taking some time off your super busy schedule with many kids and your researchers and your work and everything else. So I The researchers are my kids. (laughs) Also. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.